0: Well, we're going to bring you the first scoreboard show of the year. And, man, is it going to be exciting. It was just an awesome night of great action. And we're going to bring you all the information about it. But we want to thank our sponsors that bring you this program. And we have a brand new one. And that's Iowa Tire in Fairfield, Iowa. They've come on and sponsored the uh, Van Buren Warriors, the Pekin Panthers, and the Fairfield Trojans tonight. Well, uh. Also, I want to mention all the other great ones that have been with us. Uh, Kyoto Transmission and Repair, Flint Cliffs Manufacturing of Burlington, Western Drug of Wilton and Muscatine, Jim Fagan, your neighbor's insurance agent, Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, B&B Propane, uh, Richardson's Tech Solutions of Richland, Iowa, Farmers Co-op, and Vision Ag of Kyoto, and the Packwood Locker, uh, soon to be Richland Meats and Groceries, or uh, soon to be Grinders Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa. Thanks so much, guys, for helping us, and you guys are going to really enjoy this program. Well, the... Waco Warriors are brought to you by Eichelberger Farms. We've got Coach Ediker. Coach, you come off of a pretty good win against a really good team uh, uh, in up in Des Moines uh, this week. And welcome to the program.
1: Yeah, Fremont Mills is a really good program. They were solid. Uh, you know, their offensive line was was really good. Uh, you know, they, they had two returning starters and were very solid. Um, I thought our defense did a great job of stopping their run game. They want to run. Um, When I mean, when they want to run, last year they threw the ball 37 times in a 10-game season. They threw the ball 28 times against us last night because they could not run the ball. Uh, That's a great job by our defensive front to change them to do something different than they want to do. Uh, that, that, That stat just blows me away.
0: All right. Well, Eichelberger Farms has challenged me with getting a a Waco Warrior Player of the Week. Uh, And there were a lot of good candidates. Uh, Hunter Hughes seemed to grab a a big catch and play uh, on, on, it seemed like a third down and long. And he got us uh, uh, back in in good stead. Played pretty good on defense. Adam uh, Stafford was amazing. Uh, Scotty Melvin was uh, uh, floored by getting to see him for the first time. Your quarterback Uh, Miller was really, really good, but we're going to go with the Brickhouse. Colton Lichty, uh, interceptions, uh, uh, lots of tackles, but basically he just grabbed that catch in the end zone that capped things off. And uh, there's another feather in the Brickhouse's cap uh, this week. But uh, could you just kind of go over the game first quarter, second quarter, all all the way to the end?
1: Sure. Uh, You know, it was a – It was a very close. I mean, I don't think any team led by more than than six or eight points the entire game. Uh, You know, both teams were doing a a very good job of. Of of wanting to do what they want to do, what I mean by that is they wanted to run, but they also wanted to pass more. this year. The reason they started the sophomore quarterback was to throw. So they knew they were going to throw some more. I don't think they thought they were going to throw as much. Uh, You know, we came out and drove right down first drive. And I thought it was a very good drive, uh, run and pass. Uh, Clayton hit um, Reese Oswald on a on a twenty some yard completion on it. We also had several runs, and then Clayton ended up finishing the the drive off with a, a four yard touchdown run. So a very good drive after a three and out on defense, and, and you know we felt really good. Uh, they came right back, the very next drive, and and scored on a thirty four yard pass. Uh, and I think it was a lot of that all game where we. We battled each other, and when one team was able to get ahead, the other one responded instantly. Uh, you know, we took a 12-6 lead in the in the second quarter after another nice, nice long drive. Loudon-Hausen game uh, scored on a pass from from Clayton. Uh, it was a fourth down. I mean, they did a great job of shutting us down in the red zone, and it, it came to a fourth down, and we were able to get a pass in the end zone to Loudon for that to go up 12-6 at half. You know, and they took the lead on a on a fumble scoop and score, which, you know, Clayton didn't have time. It was a bad call on my part. I tried to run um, a play-action pass in a, in a situation which the play-action didn't mean anything. And and um, their end, you know, sort of blindsided Colton. He dropped it, and another guy picked it up and scored. So we were about, I don't know, a couple, five, six minutes in the third quarter, and, and Fremont Mills was up 14-12. Uh, And just like every night, just like every other time all night, as soon as they took the lead, we got the ball back and our kids really buckled down. I thought they did a great job and and drove the ball down the field and scored on a 10-yard run from Loudon housing gate to go up 20 to 14. So probably the biggest part of that was our two-point conversion. Uh, You know, we were only up uh, 18-14, which was four points. We needed two to get to that six mark so that we were up a score, you know, a full touchdown. And we blocked uh, our counterplay really well. Uh, Chase Waterhouse had a great kickout block. We had two really good down blocks, and, and Clayton Miller dropped his shoulder and got into the end zone for the two-point conversion to put us up six. And um, you know, to give Fremont Mills credit, they came back. And, you know, late in the fourth quarter with a minute 31 to go scored on a fourth down pass play, just like we did earlier uh, to tie the game up at 2020. And, you know, once again, the two point conversion became big. We had a, a, a two point conversion stand. We kept them from scoring that to leave it tied at 2020. I think that took some pressure off us. So we had a, a minute 31 with a tie score. We knew we were going to go to overtime at least. So uh, I think our kids stayed pretty relaxed. I was really impressed. We drove, um, well, we drove about, about 45 yards. We had a really good kickoff return from Isaac Rich. They kicked the ball deep, and our kickoff return did a, a nice job of, of getting a hole up the middle, and Isaac Rich got out to the about the 35. So we only had about 55 yards to go, and Clayton stepped in and did a very good job of, of staying calm, hit a couple short passes to, to Colton Lichty to get out of bounds, hit uh, Louden Hausengay on a couple passes. We got down to about the 15, and we had probably just over, just under a minute to go. And then we sort of stalled. Uh, we 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 hit it. We missed a couple passes. We we had a couple penalties, and and I don't remember if it was third or fourth down, but we were on the um, 17 yard line. I think it was fourth down, and we we ran a, a pass play and. You know, you, you, you sort of feel sorry for the kid, but not, not too much because we wanted to win, but they had a kid that was covering Colton, doing a really good job. Clayton rolled to the right, and as soon as Clayton rolled to the right, this kid left Colton and came running up, and he was in no man's land. He couldn't get to Clayton in time, and Clayton did a great job of just flipping the ball over to 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 Colton in the end zone, and Colton kept his toes in, and, and it was 26-20. Uh, that was a you know a, a very big drive for us to go the length of the field at the end, and in a situation in which we really hadn't worked on too much. We, you know, we ran the plays and we've done it some, but it's it's not the same doing a two-minute drill in practice as it is in a game. And I thought our kids did a great job of it. You know, it was just back and forth all day. I mean, I think both coaches would say the biggest, one of the biggest concerns was the number of penalties. Um, they had a lot of false starts. Uh, we had a lot of holds. Uh, you know, we, we just got to work on some of those things. But otherwise, it was a, it was a really fun game to be a part of. And the kids played really well and, and it was just exciting.
0: Well, I tell you what, uh let's talk about the quarterback Miller. Uh you know, uh I thought he kept playing actually better. That way he played way your team played in the last half of the of the fourth quarter was very impressive. He was a, a cool, calm and collected, you know what I mean? He was uh finding the open man, uh uh he he, he made that one throw into the traffic uh to uh to hunter hughes and hunter hughes is a you know he's a great basketball player so just let him jump up there and catch the ball that's what he did you know so that was smart uh but most for most of whom he either found the open man or he tried to throw it somewhere where they couldn't catch it or or just took the sack or 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 maybe tried to run it but he, he made make pretty good decisions and he, he seemed to make better decisions as the game went on uh, uh what how, how, what what was your uh review of his
1: performance on game one. I agree with what you said completely. Uh, he did a really good job, and I exactly, I think you're right. His decision making did get better as the game goes on. And part of that is because he had never played varsity football before. Uh, you know, he never taken a, a, a meaningful snap at, at quarterback for us. You know, as a junior coming in, he, he played some mop-up roles as a sophomore last year. But, you know, nothing when the pressure was on. and. I thought he did well in the first half, but I thought in the second half he did a really nice job of, of staying composed. You know, he really he really uh, put the ball right where it needed to be, made some good decisions, ran the ball when he needed to. Um, he had a big fourth down carry on our scoring drive in which he got a first down. Also, uh, you know, did some really nice things. You know, he had a couple of reads that were wrong, but nothing major. And, you know, 12 of 16, 75 uh, percent throwing 12 to 16 that that's incredible i mean the ball's on the mark if you're doing that i mean you can't be inaccurate you know and of the of the four balls he missed i think two of them went right through kids hands that that could have been caught so he could have been 14 to 16 but i mean uh you know did a really nice job and you know this whole time we've talked this whole time we haven't talked about our leading rusher loud and housing Gate was a workhorse for us uh you know, we just kept feeding him the ball. Our offensive line did a great job of, of controlling the line of scrimmage and and making holes. And, you know, 133 yards on, I think, 18 carries for Loudon. And, you know, no no big breakout runs, but just was very steady. Just very steady doing what he needed to do to get his positive yards each time. And, um, you know, just a solid game from him at the, at the tailback spot.
0: Well, uh, Scotty Melvin and I uh, noticed uh, uh, he also – especially as the game came down in the end was running like a demon you know what I mean he, he was running like a man possessed uh, uh, there was just a real determination from him to get every inch and every yard and and lower his shoulder into the tackles you know to see if he can't just he seemed like he just cared so much about just getting an extra inch almost sometimes uh, to his detriment in the first half of the game but uh, yeah uh, uh, exactly yeah, right was he was, it, he was, it, he was a, a, a impressive performance
1: he was, he was very focused and he was very, you know, he was into it, you know, and, and that's Loudon. Loudon is, is all about this and had a, you know, had a great game. I mean, you know, are there things to work on this week? Yeah, there are. But I mean, for the most part, I was very happy with the way we played. Um, you know, we haven't broke the, the tape down completely yet. We've had some, some issues with Huddle and getting it uploaded, but we'll get, we'll do that eventually tier two. And, you know, as we get ready for next week, it's, you know, I, I, it was a good stepping stone to start in the next week.
0: Well, uh, I really liked the Saturday game. It was much cooler. Uh, Beautiful stadium. Scotty and I, Scott come over with his daughter. She's such a sweet kid. I really like her. We grilled out some pork steaks and sit around and and watch the game. And it's kind of fun to have Scott there to bounce ideas and stuff off of each other. Both teams performed well. A tremendous win. Uh, I know you're a little short on time. Why don't you just wrap up a little bit about the offensive line and the defense and and how they performed?
1: Well, oh, I mean, we talked about that already. The offensive line did a great job of, of controlling the line of scrimmage. You know, we still went the wrong way a couple times. Uh, we're still working on our double-team scheme and, and making sure we're stepping on the right foot, getting where we need to be. But, I mean, for the most part, there was a nice job of, of opening up initial holes. And, and you know, in, in our defense, like I said, um, you know, they had 50 yards total yards rushing, which I'm sure is a low for them in a long time. And to contr- to make a team that only threw the ball thirty seven times last year throw it twenty eight times in their first game because they couldn't run it wasn't that they didn't want to run the ball it's that they could not run the ball in the first half second half uh, they got a little they had a little success but they were still wanting to throw the ball because we were shutting their run down so I, I was very impressed with that and you know just was a good, it was just a good overall win uh, you know our front line of Colton. Chase and, and Adam on defense did a great job of, of getting penetration. Neil came, Brian Neil came in, and and played all three of those spots up front. Played weak end, strong end, and nose guard, and, and gave kids breaks and, and did a great job in there. And you know, you know we keep talking about names. Joel Meyer, player, strong outside linebacker. He's 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 small and quiet, but he tackles really well and and did a great job there too. And you know, we had we had a, a bunch of kids do a, a bunch of good things, and it's just going to be a, a stepping stone to keep building on for the year. Well,
0: uh, uh, Scotty Melman's high on the Neo kid, uh, and uh, Chase Waterhouse earned it. Should uh, while we call him the Waterhouse of Pain, uh, uh, he had a really great game. But uh, uh, give me just a minute or something on this Neo kid that uh, Scotty Melman says he's really something.
1: Yeah, he does a nice job at center force. He's been having some. Some issues, injury issues. He didn't practice on Wednesday. I was really scared he wasn't going to be able to play, but he came back on Thursday and was it seemed to be okay, and and he didn't have any issues on on Friday night or on Saturday night. So we were we were good. And, you know, he does a really nice job. I mean, he's a he's a you know, he came in as a freshman. He was a running back, um, and it's just the fact that we had Simeon and Loudon and Reese and and Drew Deers and Jonah Clark and all these guys at running back. Uh, Ahead of him, so he's another one of these running backs that we've moved to line. Uh, you know, Jonah Clark and, and Drew Deers were both uh, and Reese Oswald this year. All three of those were all running backs at one time in our program, and we just decided, you know what, they're, they're going to suit us better at at line. And and Brian does a nice job with his hands, so we, we put him at center, and, and we have consistency. You know, um, Fremont Mills had a lot of trouble with their snap; they were high a lot, yeah their timing was off because of it. And, you know, we didn't have that issue. Brian was right on the money with a snap, uh, you know, did a great job. And, you know, that's one of the things we, we really work on is making sure that we have that, that snap and Brian does a great job with it. So, yeah, Brian had a really good game for us. And, and you know, it's what we expect. He, he he steps right in. He didn't get a whole lot of playing time last year just because he was behind some kids that were seniors. And now he's a senior and he's going to step up and, and do what needed. All
0: right. Well, uh, with what time we got left, just kind of get our, our listeners excited about next week.
1: Huh? Iowa Valley's two and zero. They beat BGM and Lone Tree. Uh, they uh, got a new coach, so their their offense scheme's a little different. You know, last year they threw the ball I think thirty eight or forty times against us. Um, they want to run the ball this year. I mean, they're a double tight power a double tight power team. Uh, they got a sophomore quarterback that that's running the ball really well for them. Uh, they got a senior tailback that is sort of his complement. The quarterback runs more than the tailback, but they they do a nice job of complementing the quarterback runs with some some halfback counters and some some things that uh, will get you going the wrong direction. And they're physical up front. Uh, they have two senior guards that you know very similar to the last week's games with with Fremont Mills, two senior guards that both played last year, and. Um, the, the the Peach Kid, the one the one guard Peach was the uh, our district's offensive lineman of the year last year, so we know he's good and, and and gets after it. They they pull a lot, they they bring a lot of people to the point of attack, and, and we're gonna have to be solid with our run game. And then they got a six nine receiver, uh, they got a tight end that's six nine, and and when they want to throw the ball, they they like throwing it to him. You know, at six nine, they can put it up at the air, and he can go get it, and it's it's tough to get it get it out of his hands. So. You know, we got our work cut out for us, but, you know, we'll just we'll work this week, and the kids will do a great job of preparing, and, and we'll be ready to go.
0: Yeah, uh, Iowa Valley does look very, very strong right out the gate. Put up 60 points on the board to, uh, I think, get Sloan Tree last week. So uh, uh, that sounds like a pretty exciting game. Uh, kind of Your first three games just out of the frying pan into the fire. It just keeps leveling up on you. Uh, it's going to be a very exciting game. Is there a, a JV game or anything?
1: No, there's not. We, got our, we play JV tonight. It's Monday night here. We're going to play. We play BGM at home tonight for JV. Uh, on Friday nights, we're, we're just the varsity game, and we'll play them on. And we'll play a JV game on Monday. We don't play Iowa Valley on Monday, but we play a JV game the following Monday. So okay. um, just the varsity game at 7. Come out. It's in Wayland. Uh, it'll be a beautiful night. It's supposed to be in the mid 80s, which, you know, not as cool as last week, but it'll still be a, a decent night for football.
0: Well, uh, what time is that game tonight? The JV game to six tonight. Six tonight. Well, guess what? You're going to be the round guy radio uh, JV game, first game of the year. I was looking for someplace to go tonight, and uh, uh, it's going to be, we're going to do a little play by play for you tonight.
1: That's okay. We'll be here.
0: All right. Thanks a lot. Yep. Talk- well, we're getting a little help with the Minneapolis Bulldogs from Flint Cliffs Manufacturing. Flint Cliffs Manufacturing is a full service metal fabrication shop located in beautiful Burlington, Iowa. Flint Cliffs is now hiring for welders, painters, and machine operators for both first and second shift. Call 319-752-2718.